Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Focus. After a long, very long South Dakota winter, finally there's warmer weather, the sun is shining, and that only means one thing for golf lovers. Golf, and lots of it throughout the entire summer. And if you didn't know this, there's something called the Dakotas Tour that goes in parts of South Dakota, Iowa, Minnesota, and North Dakota. And a couple of the pros are actually joining us in the studio right now. We have Chris Gilman, John Yoshihiro, and Tony Albano. Good morning, guys. Good morning. How are we doing? We're doing great. Uh, We're doing great. Uh, We're excited to be here with you. Um, it's, it's always good. We're just uh, privileged to be here and, uh, excited to talk some Dakotas tour. All right. Awesome. So let's, let's kind of start to get to know each other a little bit. I'm going to start with you, Tony. So just say where you're from, how long you've been golfing, how long you've been part of the Dakota tour. Give me the whole rundown. All right. Um, so I'm from Park Ridge, Illinois, Northwest suburb of Chicago. We have Uh, that in common. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then... My dad took me out golfing when I was like seven, and then I fell in love with it. So I went to college for golf in the Illinois Wesleyan, and then I turned pro when I was like 25. Been on Dakota tour for about four years. So I'm excited for this season. And you haven't stopped since. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we'll see, but not yet. All right, John, go ahead. What's going on? This is John. I am from Yorba Linda, California. This is going to be my second full season on the Dakotas. Before this year, I've played a few events sparingly for this season and just really excited to get the summer rolling. Okay, Chris. Some people may know who you are, but you can go ahead. What's up, Sue Empire? Yeah. You may have uh, heard this uh, silky voice over the airwaves a couple of times. Yes, Christine Manica. Host of Andy and Christine in the Morning is my fiance, so sometimes I come on as a celebrity cameo, but... (laughs) (laughs) He gets his humor from me, I think. Yes, definitely. So, this is my sixth year in a row being out here for the Dakotas Tour. Uh, I couldn't be happier because that's how how you and I met, and um, I am originally from the same hometown as John, Yorbalinda, California. Uh, as they say, it's the land of gracious living. That's the that's the town <laughs> motto. But I'm a full time resident in Sioux Falls, South Dakota now. So, uh, yeah, I just uh, enjoying being out of the long harsh winter, as uh, as you all know, and um, just another lovely day outside we have. Yeah, absolutely. Now. Since we kind of heard from John and Chris last year, Tony, how did you hear about the Dakota tour? You know, what got your attention for the whole whole tour? So uh, in college, when I was a freshman and one of the guys, Shane Smith, uh, was a senior and he came out after college and he did pretty well. So, you know, and just kind of inspired me. So that's how I heard about it. Mm -hmm. So and he was a good friend back in the day. I haven't talked to him lately, but, <laughs> you know, and so he was out here and uh, and I figured might as well. I did actually work after college for a couple of years because we got student loans to pay. Well, yes. So, <laughs> especially Illinois, from Illinois Wesleyan. So, uh, <laughs> a little expensive, but, um, so yeah, I worked at a desk for FH Passion for a little bit. And then I was like sitting there, I'm like, what am I doing? This is, I don't know, you're only young once. 
So, and then I just talked to a couple guys and they said, yeah, go out there, try Dakota tour that like used to play it. So Mm -hmm. that's how I heard about it. And you probably thought, what am I doing in South Dakota? Why would I want to spend an entire summer (laughs) in South Dakota, North Dakota? North Dakota. Yeah. You go up to Minot. There's really not much up there, (laughs) 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 but the people are nice though. So that's, that's a plus. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, John, do you want to remind the people how you heard about the Dakotas tour? I heard about the Dakotas tour through a young man named Chris Gilman. <laughs> Hi there. He, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't a pro at the time, was I? I don't think so. Yeah, Chris is a lot older than I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he told me about it, and he was doing pretty well out here. And I was just kind of thinking, if you know, Chris is doing well, it's got to be a pretty easy tour. <laughs> so I decided to <laughs> sign up for a few events. And I just really liked it. It's a fun time. Um, all the events get a lot of uh, the locals out there. It's kind of their big weekend of golf for the year. So they're always super excited about it. You play with three AMs, one pro for the first two days, and they're always having a good time. Overall, you get a lot of great guys, some gals that play, just always make the events fun. Yeah. And Chris, since you've been doing it for the longest out of the group here, how do you hear about it? Uh, I heard it from somebody significantly older than me, so. <laughs> I must be in a wheelchair now. Yeah, yeah on, honestly, I, I think he can uh, be an AARP member by now. <laughs> you, you never know. Shout out to Jamie out there in uh, Santa Ana, California. But uh, I heard about it through him. Uh, he came out in 2012 and 13 and was winning a few events and... Uh, it's not that I thought he was better than me, um, but it, it just seemed like a great opportunity to, to meet some great people and the sort of cost of living and what you get out of what you put in is pretty significant. And I think for people that aren't on like a, a major world tour, uh, for golf that doesn't have like a self-sustaining sponsor based purse, if you if it's a self-funded thing by the amount of people that pay money to get into tournaments, I think the Dakota's tour is the best bang for your buck in the whole country. So that definitely drew me to it. And I had a, had a little bit of success and I went away from it for a couple of years just because I was playing on bigger tours around North America and South America, but it always drew me back uh, here. And uh, thank God I did because you and I met, and uh, I've just made so many incredible contacts, uh, not only in Sioux Falls, but in other other parts of the region. So d- very thankful for that. You can tell there's a lot of love between these guys. There's a lot of bonding, camaraderie, experiences. The Dakota store in general, it's just very unique, and there's opportunities for pro golfers across the country like you guys. You go, like we said, from South Dakota, Iowa, Minnesota, and North Dakota, it's a grind for the summer for the two and a half, three months. So let's talk about that grind and that work that you guys put in. Tony, I'll start with you again for that. Oh, yeah. I mean, every day you got to get yourself, you know, you're in a hotel or something or at a host. You're like, you're like I got to go practice. I got nothing else to do. <laughs> so I call, I call John. I call Chris. I call Xander. call anybody on the tour and you just go hang out and at least you got somebody you know to practice with cuz it could get a little lonely if you're you know if you're just doing it on your own 
But yeah, it's fun. I mean, if you do, if you like golf, it's not hard to do this, and especially because you know I've sat at a desk or I've done paving, shoveling and stuff, asphalt. It's like this is much more enjoyable. So the grind is there, but at the same time, it's like I w- I wouldn't want to be doing anything else, you know? Yeah. So well, yeah, for sure. Now, John, for you coming from California. The drive in itself, it's a lot just to get here and to dedicate that time for the summer. Yeah, the drive is probably the toughest part of the whole summer. <laughs> uh, I do it in two days. I get to, uh, I do like 15 hours the first day. Wow. Stopped, uh, I think, Evansville, Wyoming this year. Yeah. Um, and then another eight and a half hours to Sioux Falls for the first event. So, I mean... Just the drive itself is just a grueling task. Then the summer feels easy after that. I think the longest drive we have is like seven hours maybe. and But the majority is only like maybe an hour, two hours max. So pretty easy travel after that once you get out here. Yeah, and same for you too, Chris. I mean, you broke it up in three days. I did. You know, at my advanced age, I need to break it up a little. <laughs> and uh, John... Uh, see, I never knew this about John, uh, but he and I are both road road warriors, and, and we can handle a long drive. It's not a big deal for us, but I would always ease into it because I think I would procrastinate on when to leave that first day. So I would typically drive like eight or nine hours and then do like 11 the next day because once you get started, you realize, okay, I'm in it for the long haul, and I'm I'm dedicated to this, so we might as well get on with it. And then the last day is just a nice short jaunt uh, through Nebraska to get to Sioux Falls. So that's that's not too bad. And uh, to go on to t- Tony's point, uh, he's right. Uh, the competition is getting significantly better out here. I wish people would just stay in their own parts of the country so we can just win all the money. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, because it, it is getting popular and you're seeing people from other parts of the country, that competitiveness really drives us to get better all the time. And, uh, for example, I was just leaving the gym at Baker Crossing. They have a gym attached to the golf course. And Xander Winston, who was there putting on Sunday the entire time we were playing the final round, he was out there putting again. So shout out, Xander. If you are just listening, we're being joined by Chris Gilman, John Yoshihiro, and Tony Albano talking about the Dakota store happening this summer throughout South Dakota, Iowa, Minnesota, and North Dakota. So, you know, I'm not one to go on the road and stay at this hotel and that hotel. I just, I never, I don't know that lifestyle. So when you do go from town to state or wherever how do you come up with those arrangements for lodging food anything like that tony i'll start with you uh well honestly i've last minute when i'm on my way to the tournament literally <laughs> i get to the like just for this last tournament we just played i got there wednesday night and i didn't get my hotel till 1 a.m wednesday and i got in at two so i'm that's i just check with cheapest hotels and See what happens, and then, but sometimes you get a host house and you you create contacts with guys, and then if they're if you're lucky enough, they'll let you, you know, stay at their place, and that saves you quite a bit of money per week. But yeah, and then uh, you pack up all your stuff for the next tournament, and you go I <laughs> go to the next one, call a hotel when I get to the town, <laughs> and see where I'm staying. That's. That's about it. <laughs> it's a little stressful, though. Yeah. You know, just well, because. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is stressful, but I mean, 
all, all I need is a bed and, you know, a fridge to put some food in and that's about it. So I don't really need luxury or anything else to, so for me, it's not that stressful. I'm kind of a laid back person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot less stressful for Tony. Second on the money list last year. Yeah. He he's not he's not struggling for money, guys. Don't yeah. feel bad for him. Well, John, so for you now after experiencing the first like full tour of the Dakotas that you did, how did you feel, you know, after last season compared to right now? Um, just a lot more prepared, which last year there was a lot of uncertainty on like what I was gonna be doing like day to day, just like a lot like the not too much time between events, but like just enough where like, do you want to just practice or get a game together with the guys? So just a little bit more routine now, just regular practice schedule and maybe play once or twice in between uh, events. And then as far as the housing goes, uh, I got a host at all the events last year, which was great. Um, They're all kind enough to let me stay there again this year. So it's nice seeing some familiar faces heading back, um, catching up with those hosts and, you know, just kind of, catching up with old friends so chris i'm going to ask you when you're on the road what is a typical golf tournament weekend like why don't you break it down if it's in town here let's say let's say it's in sioux falls because we're lucky enough to have a few that are sioux falls based and uh, it simplifies things quite a bit because you don't have to drive anywhere obviously so uh let's say we're playing the country club of sioux falls um uh, we're all centrally located right here so typically thursday is the practice round day if the event starts on friday they're typically three-day events even though we do have a couple of four-day events which start on thursday and end on sunday it i I mean you do whatever you can like john said some people like to play more some people feel they need to work on something in their game and they'd rather spend several hours uh, at the start of the week uh, hammering it hammering it down to get prepare for the upcoming weekend's event. But I'd say most people play practice round on Thursday. Um, you know, get some last minute preparations in and Friday. Um, typically there's a morning and afternoon wave, so about half of the field will play in the morning with amateurs and about half the field will play in the afternoon with amateurs on Friday. And then uh, they will flip. So the afternoon people on Friday will play Saturday morning and the Friday morning people will play Saturday afternoon and then make a cut. And if anybody has watched Full Swing, you know what a cut is, so don't have to go over that. But uh, the rest of the golfers will try and win first pl- first prize money on Sunday and uh, hand out the hardware and, and do all that good stuff. But it's, um, I, I would say if it's a three-day event, once Thursday afternoon rolls around, it's strictly golf and you know pretty much 100% what you're going to do on the weekend and um, you're in that sort of mind frame already. And I, I'm sure... Even in your practice round, you're thinking, "Oh, yeah, I, re- I remember, I remember this hole, or I, re- I remember this particular shot that I hit last year or the year before." And um, so it brings back good memories, uh, hopefully good memories. Hopefully you didn't mess up on a hole the previous <laughs> year. But I think that goes to what John said uh, a few minutes ago, where he feels more comfortable this year 
just because he has a routine already set in. And I think it's going to show out in his in his play and in his and in his scoring. Well, John, how do you stay focused? How do you block out any distractions? There's really not many distractions out uh-huh. here. I mean, it's pretty easy. I mean, you come out here to golf. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's really not much to do other than golf. I mean, you just yeah yeah and even when we leave the the tournament course we'll go to the mini putt course and really just uh a lot of relaxing just kind of practice all day and by the time we leave the course we're just drained get some food together and just call it a day yeah so what do you guys do typically when you're not golfing then because you mentioned relaxing john so tony what do you like to do well we definitely go out to eat a lot with the guys and but, like, yeah, you do have so much downtime, you kind of have to, like, work out, like, find a workout schedule, maybe do some stretching. I like doing yoga every once in a while. I think that kind of, like, helps with my, like, even, like, meditation type thing. But, like, you have so much downtime, and then I'll just putt more in my room or something. Like, there's not much to do, like John said. <laughs> but yeah. you got to, I mean, that's what we're here for. Like, you know what you're signed up for. Yeah. You know, you're playing golf for money, and you're trying all you can do to like every shot matters you you just want to get your mind right for a week or all kinds of stuff yeah Yeah. like it it's a job and you treat it like you treat it like one and we are when you play something or do anything at the at a super high level uh you can't not love it because if you if we didn't love what we do then all of these hours we dedicate to it would feel like work. And I know sometimes some of the things we do can be feel tedious to us, but we know it's all in preparation to actually make sure we're ready. And um, even if it's not for this particular week's event, we have a long-term sort of goal set in mind that we go, okay, we want to be ready by next week or next month or for Q school at the end of the year, because we want to move on to bigger and better things. Um, but in the meantime, uh, that, you know, that cold, hard cash, you know, it's, it spends nicely. <laughs> so, um, if, like Tony said, that's, that's why we're here and, um, it, it is the, our job. And so we treat it like it. All right, if you were just listening, we are talking about the Dakotas tour that's going on this summer in South Dakota, Iowa, Minnesota, and North Dakota. Chris Gilman, John Yoshihiro, and Tony Albano are in the studio with us right now. So everyone is from different states. John and Chris are from California. Tony's from Illinois. What do you like about Sioux Falls? You know, what draws you to the city and what gets you to keep coming back? Uh, the like Chris said, the money on the tour. <laughs> this is one of the better tours like you can find. You know the, the the purses, the payouts. So about Sioux Falls, I mean there is some good food around here, some good restaurants. But what draws me back is the golf, and there are some nice golf courses too. So like on our off days, we'll play some either that of course is on the rotation of the tour, but or just some other ones that we find and practice at and you know that's that's why why i keep coming to sioux falls john you liked it the first time so you came in for a second time yeah tony kind of hit the uh, nail on the head there the money's nice especially with host housing um just reduces costs of your overhead which is great 
price of Coors Light out here is a lot cheaper than California. So we like that as well. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of good places to eat. Um, I mean, underrated food spots, Sioux Falls. I found a lot of good good barbecue spots. There's a spot looks very good. I eat there probably four days a week when I'm here. Um, and yeah, really just the golf. Golf what brings me back. And Chris, your your favorite restaurant, your favorite activity. I've always enjoyed coming to Sioux Falls. Uh, I, it's funny, I was chatting with one of my playing partners on a, on a tee box, and it was his first time here. So we were talking about how Christine and I met, and it's like, yeah, didn't you notice around here, just it, everybody's got a smile on their face, uh, regardless of whether they're born and raised here or they're a transplant from another place. And I know Sioux Falls has a whole lot of trans- transplants lately, but it's just a really cool city. It's a great melting pot. I think I think it's combined a lot of great aspects of a lot of different cultures and different people from different areas. And just everybody seems happy to be here. And you don't find that in every city. And so that stands out. That stands out to me. So once the Dakota tour wraps up for the season, what's next for you guys? Because obviously when you guys play, like Chris mentioned, this is a job. So what is the goal for you guys? Tony, I'll start with you. Uh, Yeah, you try to make enough money out here to pay for Q school. That's how I do it. And so then Q school for the Corn Ferry tour. Try to get through that. And like September through what, like November it is? Yeah. Yeah, early December, yeah, early December it will be the final. Mm-hmm. And then if you try to get status on a bigger, bigger tour, like, and then there's other Q schools you do later in the year. But I go home and I, I have a buddy that has a paving company. So that's what I do if I'm ever home because he needs help. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Q school for anyone that doesn't know, that's qualifying for yeah, the corn fair. For the corn fair, yep. And Part there's of four. The PGA. Yeah, there's four events. Four each four turn four rounds except prequels three rounds but yeah and you just try to you try to make it there because then once you're there you know you can make more money for and actually sustain a yeah. a lifestyle yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's about that's what you're doing here you're trying to make money just so you can make more money <laughs> <laughs> John what about you what's the goal. Um, you know, just get through Q school, um, in the fall. Once we leave here, it's kind of Q school season. You got DP Q school, corn Ferry Q school and Asian tour Q school all in those fall months. Um, so kind of pick which ones you want to do. Um, I'm going to be doing corn, corn Ferry Q school this year, which starts, uh, I think my site's the third week of October. So got a few months to practice, get, get going with that and hopefully just try to get to the next level. And then just to wrap it up here, once again, we're being joined by Chris Gilman, John Yoshihiro, Tony Albano, people who live around the Sioux Empire and people who are able to visit North Dakota, Iowa, Minnesota. There are chances for people to go check you guys out and to go watch the tournaments. So I think you should give a recommendation of the tournament to go check out. So your favorite tournament. I think I know the answer to this one, but I'm just going to let you guys answer it anyway. Fox Run, Yankton. <laughs> um, just kidding. A great, great golf course, but not the premier event of the summer by any means. Um, probably the Pro Am Jam in Sioux Falls at the Country Club. Get uh, two great nights of concerts. 
Um, always a really good event, well run. Course is great, one of the better ones we play. And then a close, close seconds, Yankton, um, Hillcrest. That event's been good to me the past two years. I uh, really like that place. Good town, good food. Um, but yeah, probably probably still going to have to go with Pro-Am Jam here. I would agree with that, and especially for people in the Sioux Empire. It's the closest one um, that has the biggest draw, obviously because of the concert. But anybody can show up for the golf side and, and watch. Uh, they build... Uh, a couple different spectator viewing areas that they play the music way too loud, but uh, it's really fun. It's a it's a big party. It's a big blowout for the members and the people playing in the tournament themselves. And I'm sure, I'm sure if you think about it, you know somebody that's playing on the amateur side or the pro side. Come check them out. It's a whole lot of fun, and. Uh, Hopefully, snag yourself a couple of concert tickets, too. Um, we don't know who the acts are yet, but they, they have two on Friday and two on Saturday every year, and it's a huge party. So I uh, hope you guys can make it out for that. Yeah, Tony is the same answer yeah, to yeah, Pro-Am Jam. Yeah, Pro-Am Jam is definitely it. See, That's I didn't even have to ask falls. that question. Yeah. I already knew the, that answer. Yeah. But once again, Chris Gilman, John Yoshihiro, Tony Albano, and there is an article on all the results Town Square Media websites about this year's Dakota Tours, along with the dates of the tournaments that are coming up. And if anybody, you know, has any more questions about the Dakota's Tour, what's the website? Where can people go? DakotasTour.com. All right. And once again, Chris Gilman, John Yoshihiro, Tony Albano, thanks for joining us this morning. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. All right. We'll be back.